When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with... <laughs> Co-host Catherine Brandt. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Andy Brandt Bernard. Mike Bellina. Special guest. Mike Bryant. I just was laughing at her <laughs> I, pouring I, water. I, I know. <laughs> well, you started <laughs> right with it started to pour. I got distracted. You know, yesterday, go on, go on, go on, go on. I, I brought really in loud. the Keurig. Catherine just wrote it. She just like, boom. So... <laughs> Uh, yesterday I brought the cure again because they were like, oh, "We want the cure. We I mean, want the cure." We got to get into commercial here. You can tell what that commercial? after the commercial. All right. That'll yeah, we're going to start a, Wal- a Walzer commercial. Oh, we're right. gonna, no, we're going to start it off with a Michael Bryant live commercial. Uh-oh. If you can believe it. Mm-hmm. So, Michael. Yep. What's the buzz? Ah, we're just busy. Just we got a lot of people calling in. Uh, a lot of your listeners. I I really appreciate everybody out there who calls in and has questions, and I try to get back to you as quick as I can. And, um, you know, I appreciate it. So it's working. Boy, that was really hard sell right there. <laughs> that was some really pushy hard sell commercial right there. So they reach out to Brad, Sean, Brian. Yep. We do plaintiff personal injury and criminal defense. And I talk to all sorts of people with all sorts of legal questions. It doesn't cost them to talk to me. So I don't send them a bill if you talk to me or if you call up. I'm not like, you know, don't worry about that. I talk to them about all sorts of things. And people worry about having stupid questions. Don't worry about it. So just go it. to Bradshaw, Brian, and Bradshaw and Brian. Is it BradshawandBryant.com? No, or? it's MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. There's MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Who's the one that thought there was another word? In no, there. I tried to put Minneapolis in. He tried to oh, like, send that's people right. to my competitors. So. That's what it was. And then somebody tried to sell me that website after that commercial, and it's like, I got, uh, no, I don't need that. MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Yep. Bradshaw and Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And what's interesting is Molina always has to be inspired to play music. Michael Bryant shows up, so he starts playing Dancing Queen. Well, I saw the tiara. <laughs> tiara. Oh, that's what it was, a tiara. It wasn't Michael. No. <laughs> I wasn't invoking the Dancing Queen thought of ABBA. Apparently not. So Now we have Keurig Talk. We have what? We have Keurig Talk. Keurig. Yeah, Keurig. Oh, Keurig. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. No. I think the moment passed. You said roll correctly. Roll. You said it, yeah, you said it correctly. You can't say roll. I battle with that word. You do. That word's a tough rural? word. Rural. Rural? rural. Yeah, there's too many R's in it. Rural. 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 It is a hard She can't rural. say railroad. I can if I railroad. think about yeah, it. Yeah, she has a hard time saying My railroad. My mom can say Never. Cuba. She always said Cuber. <laughs> Who said in Washington? Cuber. Who Cuber. said Cuber? My mom. Oh, your mom said Cuber. That down in Cuber. <laughs> I blame my mother for all of her bohemian ways of pronouncing things. 
It's like they lived in Chelsea Woods. Yeah. To her, it will forever be Chelsea Woods. Yeah, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. It's like it's not Chelsea. Chelsea. It's like it's Chelsea. Well, I cannot say uh, or whatever it is. Concierge. Concierge. I can't say congierge. Can you just do it? It's a new word. We don't know what it means. Conjuring with concierge. Integral is a word that a lot of people have a, a bitch of a time saying integral. Integral. Because they want to say integral. Integral. Yeah, they want to say integral. They do. It's one of my favorite stories along those lines. Alan Hamilton, great actor, and he was a director, stage actor, the whole deal. He's in a number of movies, all the rest of it. Minneapolis guy lives over uh, over in the um, Kenwood area. You remember but Alan But of Hamilton. course. Yes, you remember I Alan, do. don't you? I do. He was a classically trained actor. <laughs> he was reading... Uh, a script for, I don't know, United Health or one of those deals. Uh, and what was it again? It was the the anesthetist nurses and anesthesiologists. Oh, right? lucky. And he went, had to do it over and over again because he kept booting it instead of anesthetists and anesthesiologists. They, and anesthesiologists, nurses, right? <laughs> so we're standing there doing the script. He goes, he finally gets it. And he goes, and he had this magnificent voice like this. He said, the anesthesiologists and anesthetist nurses turns the page, and of those fifty anesthesiologists, oh <laughs> it was fantastic. We were there all day. Did you ever watch Arrested Development? Yes. And the card that Tobias had. You got to you gotta aim the mic at your mouth. Oh, sorry. No, you don't have to the aim your card. mouth at the mic. You think the card that that Tobias had? No. The type of job that he ran when you looked at it, it said anal rapist. Because he was an, an, oh yeah, that's right. And <laughs> analysis and therapist. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Every time he had some big card, they'd be like, "What? Wait, what?" That's I did see that. You're absolutely that's, right. Uh, well, who was it? That was it? Uh, seem okay. No, no. Sean Connery is played by uh, Hammond on Saturday Night Live. He used to no. be a. What was that? Uh, John Hamm. Was it? Was the game show he was always on? It was a Jeopardy. 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 It was Jeopardy. It was Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh. I'll have a Chardonnay. Have a Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't I'll have a Chardonnay by the time John Connery was done with it. <laughs> Alex is here, so I can't say. Yeah, I'll have a Chardonnay. I'll, when Alex, no, you leave when Alex leaves, so I can't do that. I'll tell you when at home. Alex leaves. I'm sure she's dying to know. I'm so curious. Pins and needles. I want to know if you guys, I want your vote on this, if this can possibly be true. You want to learn a language but can't find the time or motivation to take it on? We yes. hear you. <laughs> Acquiring a new skill can be a daunting, time-consuming task, but it doesn't have to be. With Babbel, you can have a conversation uh, in a new language in three weeks. Wow. Have a conversation in three well, weeks. Well, technically, if you just learn, hi, my name is, what is your name? Where you is can, the bathroom? Yeah, Thank you. Got, have a nice day. That's a conversation. Banya. I know it's two Banya. Years of French to learn basic that yeah really? <laughs> yeah i wasn't good oh, okay. <laughs> i wasn't good it depends I, on how much effort you put in <laughs> yeah because if all you did was study that language all day every day and then you could become you know pretty it's conversant a... in three weeks are you doing oh, sign language yeah. wow oh, that's you're the, doing sign language that was a language yes, i took in so. college because they make you take one at the u for all four years so you took sign language yep because it was the easiest i was like oh i can play charades pretty good yeah day one big mistake yeah that's the guy easy. could read lips yeah. oh. and it's a different part of your brain that you yeah. use because it's like physical i remember forget, just... we took a midterm and this guy this kid that never showed up he sat in the back of the classroom and so the instructor's up there signing and he's in the back and he's covering his mouth and he's like what did he say? And the guy, guy can read lips. So he called him off right away. Our, uh, our boys learned sign language at uh, daycare. Really? So, no. like, mm. before they could talk, they were asking for food and doing things. Nobody told us that. So, like, oh, they, really? would, they would go home with the baboons at night and then be telling them stuff, and we had no freaking clue. If I one, one day we had one of the daycare people come over as a, as a uh, babysitter, and she's like, Talking to him, it's like our kid can talk. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice information to have. Yeah, fun. Oh, fun knew quite yeah. a few signs, and That's people so that handy would handy for babies. And it was people that would babysit her wouldn't know, mm -hmm. and so she'd ask for something, and they wouldn't understand that she was actually asking for something, and then she'd get all frustrated because she's like, "I'm clearly asking you for a drink." 
and you're not getting it and they're like she was waving her hand a lot yeah. and i'm like that's her asking for a she drink did have a lot of her that. own versions yeah. of sign language however yeah like because this is drink and she would do this she just like spaz out yeah. well, I spaz. <laughs> what, what, what was that no, she would spaz out. That's, That's poop. Yep, yep she oh. would do that all the okay. time. Thank God, I thought it was something else. Holy to moly! And I'm like, and so, like my <laughs> please, yeah, please nope. and thank all, you. All done. See? This is all done. Yeah, this is all done in sign language. And my um, Mike Rasmussen, they taught their daughter this is all done. <laughs> so she like, you're out. She would just like sweep her arm. Across. I'm like, where did you get that from? They're like, I don't. Oh, like you just made up just sign made language. up sign language but other than that and this is easier thing. i don't know well, like this like, is milk uh, they had the interpreter what was it nelson mandela's funeral remember oh, yeah. and the guy did yeah, not know fake, sign language yeah, no faking it <laughs> what? He was faking it yeah he was really? faking it. he was signing the whole time and there's like obama and world <laughs> leaders standing five feet from him because you know sometimes when you watch yeah. it there's a person signing yeah yeah this person did not know sign language <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why would you take the job? <laughs> he didn't. He, didn't. Yeah, he, he faked them out. He's up like doing the Hawaiian deal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, he was. He did this. He went like this. Yeah. yeah. He was like, what? what you watch the Semaphore video, yeah. with flags. Oh, my God. Oh, that was at a Mandela memorial, yeah. Oh. I always love the interpreters at concerts that are like so into it. Yeah. Their faces oh, yeah. and like their whole body. And yeah. I'm like, calm down. Yeah, really dial a bit. Oh, by the way, I should tell you, Michelle Tafoy almost teared up this morning because I told the story of Fawn when she held her foot up to the uh, FaceTime and said, Tootsie. (laughs) Michelle almost fell out. She had Uh to hang up and go cry (laughs) in the bathroom. Why? She was so touched by it. She thought it was very sweet and cute. Tootsie? Tootsie. (laughs) She held her foot up and goes, Tootsie. Hey, you know, it works. So you don't, you don't believe you could speak in another language in three weeks? I don't think you... I, I think you could ask for um, probably a few things at a restaurant, maybe find out where the train station is, uh, say your name is and what is yours, you know, that kind of stuff. You can say yeah. that in French because of you. Yes. Je m'appelle Thomas, c'est vous. Yep, there you go. Well, ah. that's like you can get by in another country knowing very little... Like yes, hello, thank you, have a nice day, and how to, I'll and, have the and even yeah. if you don't and know the, the words on the menu, they will help you out if you just can say yeah. you know that you would like something in their language. Where is my favorite of all time was I was not trying to speak another language, but our favorite Mexican restaurant in Florida is Amigo. It's right on Okeechobee Boulevard, right? Well, they they built a second Amigo in a different location, so I asked the server. There's two amigos? And she thought I said, Eres tu amigo? In other words, are you my friend? She's looking at me like, what? Yes. <laughs> no, I should have told her that you're special are. and you need friends. I should have said, There are two amigos, not there is two amigos, because it would right. be proper English anyway. Right. Eres tu, there's two amigos? She goes, like, What? Well, it's like, Did you ever see uh, Joey and friends try to speak French? A blue, a blue, blue, blue. Seems pretty simple. Your first line is, "My name is Claude." So, just repeat after me. Je m'appelle Claude. Je de coupe plow. Try it again. Je m'appelle Claude. Je de plie blue. That He's character. like, that's what I'm hearing. He could no, he could never replicate that character. No. He's had about five no. sitcoms. Yeah. That, yeah. that was a great character. That was a wonderful character. That was no, just no. a good show. Yeah. God, it's interesting. We're, we've been talking about it a bit on the morning show uh, of how CBS is killing everybody in the TV ratings because they figured out to a, appeal to a much older audience yep. because young people don't watch television. Fox is getting killed because they thought they were smart aim at a much younger audience and build an audience from there there's nobody watching it young people will watch tv if there's tons of nudity in it oh like game of thrones they like game of thrones all their carbon yep your shows that are like you know almost pornography westworld yeah it does seem like yeah it's either comic books or that that weird world thing yeah Oh, and then Candace this morning Dystopian tells me universe she reveals to me this morning she watches some yachting show. Yachting? Like, what? 
She goes, yeah, it's really, it's really a great show. It's all about yachting. I'm Candace like, is weird. She can see you, herself yacht? on a yacht, perhaps. I guess. I don't I, know. I just watched the series finale of New Girl last night. Oh. I haven't watched that in two years. Is it's that, this is that last... the wedding? Her yeah. next wedding? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. The last, this last season is really good. Oh, because the mm-hmm. one year it was just awful. Terrible. I just stopped watching really it. Though. There was... One it was like, ugh. I don't know. I keep on telling Dan, I'm like, this is how you need to interact with me. You need to just watch this show and do what they do. Oh, there was nice like, you make up songs like that? There was a, yeah, all the time. Oh, because that song she had was really cool. There was but the one where she, they were adopting a puppy and or a dog, and she got denied because she was, like, too emotional about the dog, and then they were, like, giving her a second chance, and she had Nick hold up pictures of puppies, and she's like, and I have to think of something that sucks about these puppies, (laughs) and then, like, he'd hold them up, and she's like, you're kidding, you have to, you can't. Look, it's in a bucket. Like she was just like puppy in a was cup? falling apart. No, no that puppy was, in a cup was different. That, that was, was funny. That she was, was applying for a job. A yeah. yeah, and he just had a picture. Oh, of, yeah, it was about, it was about her PMS. <laughs> yeah. The fact that she had PMS and she had a job interview, and they had a picture of a puppy in a cup, and she's like trying to hold it together, and also she just bursts into tears. Puppy in a cup. <laughs> So funny. That show was funny. Though. What's the funniest sitcom on now, do you think? Funniest mm. one on now. Mm. I mean, the era of the sitcom's kind of over, I think. It kind of yeah. seems to be. There is a show, I don't even know what network it's on, because I watch it on Hulu, but it's called Superstore. And yeah. that. Oh, yeah. it's on yeah. NBC. It's okay. Oh, it's NBC, America yeah. Ferrara. Yeah. 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 I yeah. laugh at that more than. I mean, mm. New Girl, I laugh at a lot, but like, new show. That is that I laugh on, at. That's on network TV. That's NBC. Yeah, it's NBC. Yeah, it's NBC. Oh, okay. But Kristen was talking about the Good Place. That's that's a good show. Oh, the Good Place yeah. is. That's a very good show. Yeah, it's funny. Really oh, good. It's got speaking funny of stuff. NBC, it's coming back though. Is uh, Trial and Error, July eighteenth. Yeah, July eighteenth, baby. You'll be in New York. Yep. Probably well, we watched killing someone. One Brockmire. <laughs> yes. was terrible. Oh, Brockmire oh, last night was, was good though. Was it? Yeah. How many are there now? Three episodes. Three. Yep. But oh. uh, the first, the first one was one horrendous. Was stink. Oh, I won't spoil it for you. But yeah, last night was pretty good. We'll watch it. We have it got it recorded. Remotely funny. I tell you though, it's hard to top Silicon Valley. I know. Yep. I talk. I bring it up it's a lot, stuff. but Silicon Valley is really funny. I'm guessing we the have first three years are going to be the best. We haven't watched any of the yeah. new one. We haven't either. We were the on season, season four. Yeah, and they're on season five, right? Uh, they're on season five, and I did hear today, unfortunately, that T.J. Miller has been cut from Deadpool three. Oh, he has two. Yeah. No, three. Oh, they've already two's already out. So two's coming out yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Did two Tim come like out tomorrow? Deadpool. Everybody loves it. They said it's a lot better than the first one. Wow. It's really funny, and it's not a bunch of penis jokes. Wow. That's well, why we didn't like the first one. Not going to be funny. <laughs> so it won't be a big hit because it's not all about penis jokes. Well, the thing that's that cool. I liked, you didn't like it, but I liked it. So, oh, most people did. I really did. liked that, the girlfriend he's got. She's, she's, most people did. She's, yeah. I like her. In the original comics, that Deadpool wasn't that like crude. No. But mm. then about like six or seven years ago, they decided to just go as lowbrow as they possibly could. Yes. And it no. seemed to work. <laughs> Shocking. He never yeah. had a girlfriend in the comics. I don't think part so. Of it, so you didn't have those scenes. And yeah, it's so sad that a person whose birthday is coming up <clears throat> and your age that knows that. I know. I used to read lots of comics. No, no right. is you, your birthday tomorrow? It is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't give me this. Yeah, she's gonna stuff. miss it again. She's in, she, even though <laughs> we, we've had two shots at it, it's like we, hey, we you don't know. I have, I have fun in two hours. There's plenty <laughs> of time. Doug's worried you're gonna mess up the bike ride. Oh, yeah. That's classic me. (laughs) (laughs) Bike ride ruined. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. This is Tom for Flo. For the past 35 years, Flo's passion to invent a better way has created some of the finest recreational products available. Flo's Cargo Max trailer line is a perfect example of their innovation. This trailer is redefining the utility trailer industry. They start with a strong aluminum frame, and then add a thermoform polymer bed. It gives you a nearly indestructible one-piece trailer body. And since it's molded, it adds style that the trailer industry has never seen. They even beat it with a large sledgehammer at 20 below zero to prove how tough it is. Best of all, you'll never worry about dents, rust, rot, or paint. Visit their website at floeintl.com to find your local dealer and to see videos of this unique trailer, including... A video showing hockey star Ryan Suter 
shooting pucks at it, trying to break it. You'll quickly see how Flow has earned the reputation for quality products and offering you more for your money. Flow, a better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan, and now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, May 21st, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really fast. I lost over 40 pounds at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that are weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, the Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on May 21st. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. I don't have any reasons. start reading Mike Bryant's book now that he got me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you know where you're living? Yeah, I'm living in Brooklyn. Got in Brooklyn? Yep. Oh, yep. I thought it was the streets like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> New York. You're going to be like a gang of New York. Uh, a gang of New Come York. Come back, you'll have a couple, couple knives all in leather. Bunch of gold chains now. be a nice touch. For people who uh, haven't been listening the last couple of days to the show and listening today, I fired Molina's last yep. days tomorrow. <laughs> so and It's a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. Long time coming, <laughs> Molina's fired. No, we talked about it. In my 28 years, I've been working since I was 14, and this is the longest job I've had. I've been fired from every job I've ever had. Well, well no, I've been fired from this one. So, <laughs> you know. so don't there expect a glowing review on your resume. <laughs> yeah. No. Molina who? <laughs> Molinero? Is that what you said? And we have a replacement. Or should we, can we announce that already? Sure. She said yes. Cassie's going to take his job. Yeah, she's nice. been doing our social media and she's going to take over. So she's going to do social media and Molina's job? Yep. Mm-hmm. She loves radio and okay. loves doing this kind of stuff. No, and God bless her. Plus she can be with uh, Darkness Dave a couple of days in studio, so that's oh, good. That's right. They can, they can uh, stare into together. each other's eyes. No, they carpool. won't be doing that. I'll <laughs> put up a big piece of cardboard if they do that. There'll the be none of that. smooshy gooshy stuff. Mooshy gooshy. <laughs> now, speaking, by the way, of spending time with one's uh, wife, apparently I don't get to spend any time with my wife today. Is that uh, right, Alex? We're getting pedicures. And yeah. I'm going to see her midwife with her. So yeah. just take my wife, please. She'll be home by 4. No, she'll be gone again by 6.30. You can by go get six. a pedicure. Between yeah. four and six. Oh, yeah. two hours with her. Every She's time not... I leave the house, I'm leaving Tom. Yeah. What? In his pea brain over there. Oh, 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 oh well. well. Well, I have a pea brain now. Well, okay. it's so ridiculous. It's like, why yeah. do I have to have a guilt trip every time I leave the house? Don't worry yeah. about me. Stop Jude. it. Jude will be sitting on my lap for about eight hours. I know, the two of hours. you. They sit in the chair. <laughs> Jude. Jude slumps over his lap. Oh, it's oh, unbelievable. God, left. She's left us. Like, Jude is dead. I'm serious. Oh, my God. Seriously. Jude gets depressed. He does get depressed. Dan and Fawn are going to go to the park and have a good old time without me. They're going to the park. That's mm-hmm. when they do productive stuff rather than mope around like a bunch of We losers. do productive stuff. I watch uh, Beyond <laughs> Belief. Watch. Oh, Jude can't really do anything right now. Yeah, he's injured. No, he's not. He made a big recovery, though. That leg's looking pretty good. How yeah. did you get hurt? I, we have no idea. Running around like a lunatic. Watch out for those small dogs, though. Do you hear about that woman that was mauled to death yep. by a dash hound? Dachshunds, yeah. What? Or dachshund. Dash yeah. hound. Another word you can't say. <laughs> Another word yeah. you can't <laughs> say. Dash <laughs> hound. A dash hound? What is it? What? Dachshund. 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 Oh, Are you going to just say doxy? Oh, that makes it he made a dachshund? Or yeah, he said dash hound. What? It's actually dachshund. You know, I thought he was talking about a germine shepherd. Gurman. Yeah, Gurman. <laughs> what did you say, Dash Hound? <laughs> <laughs> they do wow. dash around. Dash Hound. So. Yeah, dash Hound. 
Well, there were <laughs> apparently ducks in mixes, so they did weigh about 40 pounds each. Oh, oh really? What? That's a gigantic <laughs> dash hound. Maybe that is a dash hound. I know that breed. New breed we've never heard of. Yeah, but yeah, mixed <laughs> with what? Like pit bull or something? Yeah, yeah because a normal dachshund weighs like 20 <laughs> pounds if that. Between that. a greyhound and dash from The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there were um, <laughs> seven dachshund mixes, all belonging to a neighbor. Oh, God. You guys uh, picked it up, though, quick. Oh, what it was, though. That was good. You didn't look at him like I did. Like, what are you okay, talking about? I've been around Italians my whole life. <laughs> I knew exactly what he was saying. Very small. Wow. Like, okay. Pool of possibilities there. It is unbelievable. I had to translate from her all the time. So. Did you? It's <laughs> true. Did you hear about that reveal now that Polly Perrette uh, did on NCIS? The reason, real reason she left the show is she didn't right. want to work with Mark Harmon anymore because he adopted a pit bull that bit one of their coworkers. Ooh. 16 stitches. Wow. Oh so that dog needs to be put down. She wouldn't do scenes with him anymore. She wouldn't do table reads with him anymore. Mm-hmm. She just left the show. Yeah, pit bulls it, are kind of... It's very, especially as a dog lover, it is very traumatizing to have a dog bite you. Yeah. I would imagine. It really is. Because yeah. I had a German Shepherd one time just come flying out of somebody's yard. I was walking down the street, bit me on the leg, and ran back to his house. And I'm mm. like, what the heck? Just happened here. Sounds like it was just yeah. trying to like be funny or something. No, I think Fawn gets Fawn gets bit by Bella all the time. Well, Bella is a menace She'll walk to up to Bella and just like stand in front of her face and look at me and go, "Bite you." I'm like, bite yes, you. she will bite you. Luckily, she has she doesn't no actually. Teeth. She a she has no teeth. She doesn't actually bite. She like nips at her, yeah, and Bella would never still, be uh, tell to that to Eddie McDaniel's. But yeah, hey, exactly. that's I'm like fun. If you're gonna get in her face, that's Eddie true. Man, that's what's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. I'm like, leave her alone. Six of the dogs were a mix of dachshund and terrier, which doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, because a terrier, a pit bull's yeah. a type yeah. of terrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then it's the an other terrier. The other was border Just collie and dachshund. When you start saying bad things about pit bulls, those owners are oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you you blog about pit bulls, they get excited. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry if, if your yeah. dog. I don't care what kind of dog it is. If yeah. it's biting people, it's, it's a problem. Not good. They're it's illegal a very big in problem. parts of Europe. You like, can't own one. And, yeah, it's true. And some condominium associations won't let certain breeds in. They won't let warrior breeds. And in. when they do, they get in trouble. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, but really? Why, when they won't allow them in? I've never understood I why. I had a case where yeah. they let one in a bit of kid's face. Oh. Oh. I got bit by a Boston Terrier as a child in the face. Did you? A puppy. It was no, a puppy, it wasn't was a puppy. it? No. You were over there playing with it. I thought it was a puppy. The one no, that bit you in the puppy. eyebrow? No. Or that lip? No. That's right. Yeah. Oh, the bitch in the <laughs> face? In yeah. the mouth? Yeah. It just jumped up and nipped her. But it mm-hmm. Do you mind? Get... My experience with dogs is completely different. Melina is the only one in this room that will understand this one. Herbie, our oh, dog talk Herbie. About the dead dog. Yeah, our dog didn't show up at home. No. Like, Where's Herbie? I don't know. So Tom, go look for Herbie. He hasn't been home in like two days. Go look for Herbie. I'm like, okay. I found Herbie in front of the dentist's office, beheaded. Ooh. Wow. Somebody beheaded our dog. Wow. It's like, why would you do that? What's Herbie up to? Herbie was a great dog. Herbie would have never done anything. It's, they just did it just to harm a living thing. That's the only reason to, to do it. Was, did you have a that. serial yeah. murderer come out of that neighborhood shortly after? Yeah, about 15,000 yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah, probably. So. Oh, yeah, God. I used to watch The Americans. Speaking of beheadings. No, is it on again? Yeah, it's on again. I never know yeah. when anything's on anymore. I don't either. It's Speaking like... of beheadings, what? Oh, really? Uh, they got a beheading yeah, show? I they love that show. Somebody, uh, I've never watched it. They're so ruthless. Week. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's always cool to watch Felicity kick somebody's ass. I, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, what's hilarious is you know she weighs like, what, 85 pounds, maybe? It's like it's not possible for her no. to do all the stuff that she does. But oh, it's, really? Oh, it, but it's just, I don't know. I like that show. I just like it. Plus he's smoking away. Yeah. It's just just interesting. No, the Americans is about the two Russians that pretend to be American. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. And how they dupe so many people and live Mm -hmm. right across the street from a CIA agent. FBI. FBI, sorry. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't know. And they're friends. Yeah, we'll see. Really? It's, it's, he's checking it out yeah, now. Yeah, he had his, he was getting a little suspicious last time. So I think he's going to get it the next day or two. Next week or two. Yeah. Well, here's a headline for you. The Not fast, an easy life. The fastest way to pay off $10,000 in credit card debt. <laughs> Write him a check. 
That'd be a pretty fast way to do it, wouldn't it? If you got it? it in your account. Oh, it's an ad. This is a sponsor. I'm not even going to open that thing. Oh. No, it's probably an ad, ad for a loan. I've yeah. been getting like, all kinds take of... Take this diet pill. I've been getting all kinds yeah. of your emails from the Middle East about bank accounts again. <laughs> so those are all surfacing. I haven't seen one of those in years. Are you a billionaire? No, I'm afraid not. Damn it. <laughs> if only. It, before you got here, we mm-hmm. found out that Michael Jordan is now worth $1.6 Five billion dollars. Wow, it's a lot of gambling money. It's <laughs> a, a lot of gambling, gambling money for him. Money. It's true. Uh, headline: Meghan Markle has broken her silence on her family drama. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There's Got a tiara. Tiara. Start up with a tiara. <laughs> I thought you did yesterday. I did yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Does Meghan get to wear any of the? Royal jewels no. or any of that stuff? No. Does she get any? I don't know. She cannot. She doesn't get. She, she's not a princess. No, right. no. but Correct. I think she's she not. can she's borrow American stuff. She's an American princess. She might be able to wear some stuff for some, you know, like a royal occasions. So is she a duchess? Going to be a duchess too? Because that's what I Kate so. is. I think so. Okay. I think so. that's correct. Was Di a, a duchess? I believe so. Was she, she was a duchess. She was a lady. No, she wasn't a lady. I thought she was a princess. A princess died. She was a princess. Yeah, she was a princess. Well, well, how would she be a princess? Because she it, married what's Charles. Charles. She married married Charles. Charles. Yeah, she married a prince. But she had But that royal doesn't blood mean that too. you're... Yeah. And Kate has some a little tiny smattering oh, of royal blood. Yeah, Diana mm-hmm. was born into a nobility okay. yes. royal yeah. ancestry. Yeah, that oh, makes all the difference. But I don't... Yeah, because yeah, Kate's a duchess... And Megan will be a duchess. I don't even know if Harry's kids will, I mean, since they'll be deluded with a horrible American, I don't even know if their kids will count for anything. I I don't know. Well, they'd be... I mean, that's just how it is. They'd be like eighth in line. I don't don't know. Yeah, something like that. Maybe they've changed things, but back in the old days, if you had anything other than royal blood, you couldn't even the throne well i wonder if anybody's going to upstage her too because what was it the last go around was the younger sister the, oh pippa yeah mm-hmm. pippa yeah. Yeah. that's kate name. middleton's sister kate, there's yeah. a pippa pippa's a very common name P- pippa longstock yeah, everybody was talking about her tush Oh what? yeah, she was yeah. Wearing, she was wearing a very flattering gown yeah. 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 And she had the uh she was I'm assuming bridesmaid or maid of honor and yeah she yeah. was like right there in the front or whatever yeah, that's like yeah. 4 30 in the morning right here it's Got six it. in the morning. It's at six in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, it's in, in California. It's where it's four. We watched. Four we watched the middle yesterday, and it was oh, a, a God, lot it of it a... was about the royal family wedding. <laughs> it was hilarious. The great. It's that's so a that's, that's, I know that would be up there for the funniest show. That's yes. it. That it's done this year. Fantastic. I know. I know. One more episode. Sue and what's his face better get together by the end, or I'm going to be so mad. I know. And poor Sue. There's so, something to go I right know, for and her. they're so cute. They're both so sweet. I know. Speaking of getting together, did you watch the season finale of Blue Bloods? Not yet, no. Okay. I love Blue Bloods. Yes. I love that show. I love cop shows anyway. Chicago yes, you PD. Do. I oh like the God. guy in Chicago <laughs> PD talks like this, uh, Jason McGay or whatever his name is. <laughs> Don't make me take you downstairs into the cage because it won't work out. They got a cage downstairs. They put the bad criminals in. It's fantastic. But no, I'm gonna. I'll probably watch it tonight because you know my wife's gonna be out of town. Abandoning him. She's <laughs> abandoning. Plus, she got that big email with all the money. So yeah, yeah. Right. she got the yeah. billions. I might from not the come back. Middle Eastern <laughs> bank. No. It's not Nigeria. It's the Middle East now. I still get them from Nigeria. Wow. And they think my name is Barnard Panuga. P-A-N-U-G-A, Panuga. If she didn't come back, you'd be like a basket case. Well, I think it would be, be pretty bad. For at least a week or be two. be playing music at KQ like all 24 hours. You'd be like that guy that didn't leave. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Guy. No, Lucy, come back to me. I remember or one time. her name was. Julie. Her name was I, Julie. I think I went to see, I don't know. Julie. Where my parents or something. I was out of town for a little while. And this was back when we all lived up in Dayton. <laughs> And he says, you cannot ever leave again. I said, why? He says, all dad does is drink wine and play Beatles yeah. songs super loud while you're gone for the whole time. I think I'm going to be sad. I think it's the I'm day. like, jeez. Yeah. Codependent much? I once had a girl. Or should I say she once had me? I could just play that over and over and over again. Thanks, Andy, for ratting me out. That was great of you. Like, Don't no. ever leave again. I just found that out. 
Another family member stabbing me right in the back. Our guest has called in. Oh, oh poor thing. Our guest. <laughs> yeah, we have about a minute left in this segment. But well, yeah, but that, uh, you know, they heard our dirty laundry. Where are you going? I'm going to take off. i, I got to get going. So you I stiff. So see you later. Yes. Yeah, thank take you. care. Hope yes. they end up in second place. All right, Michael. Maybe third so they don't make the playoffs. Uh, hey, we're going to be talking about the 11th commandment. You sure you want to leave? 11th commandment. Ah, I'm not telling you I'll what listen. it is if you're I'll leaving. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not telling you a thing nice. as long as you're leaving. All right, Michael, I'll see you uh, June 2nd. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks. That sounds good. Dr. David Trucker, Dr. Trucker, how are you? Good. Greetings, Tom. Greetings to you. May I call you David or should I call you Dr. T? Well, actually, David's fine. Uh, I haven't been on talk radio since 1944, what? age 14. At the so age of 14. Another, this is a thrill to well, get back on. Well, it's a thrill to have you on that. Since, since when, when was it, 1944? Yeah, you'll probably enjoy the story. Uh, do you know about Alan Freed? I absolutely know about Alan Freed. Do you, I'll tell you what, I need to take a very quick break for like two minutes and then come back. And I, I want to hear about the original rock and roll disc jockey, Alan Freed and Dr. David Trucker, 1944. We'll be right back in seconds, Dr. Trucker, I promise. Tom Bernard Show. Chris Lindahl's here. Talk about people wanting to sell their homes, but uh, the problem is they don't know where they're going to go. That's right. Yeah, the biggest challenge right now is you know you can sell your house and you can sell your house for more money with the Chris Lindahl team. The issue is, is where are you going to go? You know, are you going to move in with your parents, your grandparents? Are you going to have a hotel, townhome for temporary housing? Or are you going to move in with Tom? Well, they're not going to move in with me. <laughs> they might move in with Chris, though, ladies and gentlemen. That's K-R-I-S, by the way. We have to reach right out to them. Where are they going to go? Yeah, so we have a you-don't-have-to-move-twice guarantee. Yeah, I like Where there's, there's five steps that we take at the Chris Lindahl team where we put those things in your contract when we represent you so that you're protected. So you don't move twice. You're in control because you're the seller. And when you find a property, then you sell. It's a wonderful thing. So you've got the answer. I have the answer. Here we go. <laughs> That's why they're America's number one REMAX results team. We'll give the first five callers a free copy of Chris's number one best-selling book, Sold, chrislindahl.com, or you can call 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Malina is one of my favorite songs of all time, Vestila Juba from Pagliacci. But remember what uh, Giovanni Rabisi said? Yep. <laughs> Tenth and Wolf. It's an effing clown. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. David Trucker with us promoting the book The Eleventh Commandment, but he has a story about Alan Freed. Dr. Trucker has not been on talk radio since 1944. That's amazing. Age 14. You were age 14. Recovering from a fatal illness that never killed me. And uh, on Saturday morning, a voice appeared on WADC radio singing, Good morning, everybody. This is Alan Freed. And I got listening to it and got hooked on it. And he said, if you want out, folks, want to come, listeners, want to come down to the program, come visit us. So I took the bus down to WADC on Saturday mornings, and after a few weeks, he let me answer the telephone, and then after a few more weeks, he let me give commercials, and as you know, he started rock and roll. He did. But we weren't allowed to say rock and roll, because in black talk, that meant screwing. <laughs> so we... Huh. No. I think I actually yes. read that, yeah. No, it's like rock, rock and roll meant to so have sex, yeah. Yep. We we had we had to say rhythm and blues. Ooh, I like rhythm, rhythm and blues. And, blues. and like then rhythm. Alan went on to Cleveland to one of my 
family's radio stations, and then on to New York, where he got involved in that payola stuff. Yeah. And I personally think payola is fine. It's just a way of doing business. But I don't make federal laws. No, anyway. you don't, Doctor Drucker. You don't, you don't make uh, federal laws. But you know, I I looked at your bio. You you've had a fascinating life, it, and it goes on day by day. What a what a great life you've had. Well, I somehow manage. I'm fearless and brainless, and so that does that gets me in a lot of trouble. Why don't you have your own talk radio show? I'd listen to you every day. Well. That's a thought. <laughs> it is a thought, absolutely. I love it. I love it. And then uh, in college for three years, uh, I was with another guy, and we had the talk radio show out of John Carroll University in mm. Cleveland. We had a lot of listeners who had nothing to do with the university, and they just call, let's tune in to hear our nonsense. Oh, well, I understand why they would, because, uh, as I said, if you had a radio show, I'd listen to it every day. Absolutely, I would. To hear you well, tell I'd story. invite you to do it. <laughs> uh, Dr. Trucker, you, you worked with the state police in Minnesota, Michigan, and Pennsylvania at one point uh, when you became a surgeon. Is that correct? Yes. And at the same time, I was working for the underworld uh, because I had grown up in the underworld in Cleveland, and Akron because my parents worked for the mafia. And uh, so I knew all the gangsters. And then so when I was a practitioner in uh, Golden Valley, believe it or not, uh, Minnesota. Really? So I lived uh, for 20 years at 205 South Rhode Island next to the Lone Ranger. Yeah, absolutely. And right next to the Lone Ranger's house. I know know, right with with the... the yep. kind of pinkish coral color gate and, and wall and all that. We're about five minutes from there right now. Yeah, we are. We're right down the road from there right now, as a matter of fact. Right. You're on Olson. Yep. yep. And that home with a great big tree in the middle, I planted it when it was four feet tall. You did? <laughs> yeah. Dr. Yep. Trucker, look at this it is now. I We will look at it now because we, we still live in that neighborhood. Well, I loved it. I yeah, loved it. It was wonderful. I grew up in North Minneapolis, right down the block from where you lived. Uh, speaking of underworlds. Right. <laughs> speaking of, speaking <laughs> of the mafia. <laughs> and also, uh, I started the emergency room at North Memorial Hospital. You did? July 1, 1984. Could you say that date again? Because it kind of broke yep, up. For, uh, I started the... Emergency room at North Memorial Hospital, July 1, 1964. Do you hear me? Yep, that was wonderful. Yeah, it was, it, it was the line. It wasn't you, actually. Yeah, we're having it's a little The, the line kind of broke up a little bit. So so how long, where do you live now? What, in which state do you live now? Well, I live, um, <clears throat> pardon me, I live in Hudson, Wisconsin. Oh, you do? Which is re- really a suburb of St. Paul. It is, yeah. And my bi- office is both here in Hudson, my business office, St. Paul, and my patient office, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Oh, so you get all over the place. You're... Um, not by choice. <laughs> well, you kind of set up the businesses, though. So, you, so you're, you're 88 years old or 87 years old? 88. You are 88 years old. You're still working hard. When did you write the book? When did you write the 11th Commandment? Uh, it came out in December. Okay. This past December. All right. In the 11th Commandment, Dr. David Trucker depicts his personal experiences as a practicing physician who also associated with the underworld of organized crime. So you and I are going to need to talk about that, sir, because I bet you you and I know a lot of the same people. Because organized crime, people don't know this, but in the state of Minnesota, organized crime was not an Italian thing. It was a Jewish thing. Correct. And it started in Cleveland. People think New York... Chicago, those, no, New York and Chicago, those guys were dumb. (laughs) Capone, Capone was dumb. He didn't know how to write a check. (laughs) The real geniuses were the four Jewish Russian guys in Cleveland who didn't make mistakes. That's true. And they were wonderful people to work with. You did, you did admire Meyer Lansky though, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. 
no, not, not as much. Lot. Not as much as the Cleveland guys. No, no, the Cleveland guys were it. You know, and in the book, you know, I talk a lot about the Milano brothers and all, and uh, actually uh, knew the one, and uh, kind of liked one of their daughters, but that didn't work out. But uh, and it's really interesting. I was at my sister's funeral last week Ooh, in Cleveland, sorry and to hear that. I saw people there that I hadn't seen for 50 and 60 years, oh, man. and some of them from the mob. That is unbelievable. So I, I am assuming you knew Kid Can Blumenfeld pretty well. Uh, I knew of him. He was not a personal friend yeah, of I my parents. Yeah, I oh, so so your, your parents' connection was strictly with the Cleveland uh, mobsters? Well, the story is my father was of Anabaptist, which is Amish origin, Really? And you do not judge any other human being, mm -hmm. and the crooks know that. So uh, he was a builder, architect, and therefore, if you feel that somebody won't judge you and won't uh, really overcharge you, where are you going to go? So I got to know in Akron, like Vince Aguirre and Whiskey Dick and mm -hmm. all these big-time guys who had been involved in Prohibition, because my dad uh, built their homes, their factories, and they were my friends, and their kids were my friends. So, uh, you know, uh, and I've adopted the same <clears throat> philosophy. I don't judge any human being. It's not up to me. I'll, I'll tolerate and help anybody I can, and that's my, my lot in life. That's, so, a, that's a wonderful way to live. Now, you were an undercover cop, though, too, weren't you? Yes. I, thought uh, so. <laughs> I was making training films for the Minnesota State Police. The head of it was Tom Turney, the sergeant in charge of training uh, the officers for the state police. And he said to me, now, David, I know you have underworld connections. Can you help us also? And I said yes. And my first big venture in Minnesota was to divert and see in those days marijuana was bad stuff mm -hmm. not so bad today right my first venture was to divert a shipment of marijuana that they knew was coming from the south away from the Twin Cities and divert it to Detroit which I was able to do through connections uh, but I also had unbelievable experiences in Michigan, and the one I'm probably most known for was Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, when I was medical director there. Uh, I, w <laughs> I engineered the cocaine chicken crack case. And <laughs> okay. That was fa fabulous. I almost got fired. Uh, we did an undercover sting on a chicken place that sold cocaine under a napkin covered with chicken, and that was fun. <laughs> that but, was uh, fun. <laughs> oh, that's, David, you're a And as you man. know from the life. book, I almost got my head blown off a couple times. Like one guy put a gun to my head and said, I'm going to blow your head off. And I said, go right ahead. Within two weeks, your whole family will be dead. <laughs> and he... He let out an expletive and walked away. Well, that's good. But both people, I want you to know this is important, that both people that I shot in the book, uh, they had the draw on me first. So I was in self-defense on both of those shootings. Yeah, otherwise you'd be in jail, right? <laughs> well, but I had illegal possession of a weapon for a minor, and that's what oh. cooked my. That's what sent me away. So did you kill but them I both? But I turned my life around. See, I was a teenage gang leader. Right, right. And, and where was that? Was that in Cleveland, or or where was that? Cahaga Falls, Ohio. Okay. Outside Akron. Yep. Outside Akron. So how did you get involved and in being a gang leader? I was brainless and fearless. Got overconfident. Went up to help my cousin in Cleveland, 
selling illegal cigarettes to underage kids. <laughs> and and I, I got in trouble. Yes. Big time. I can see Big that. Big time. How, how did you decide to turn your life around, Dr. Trucker? Well, what happened was uh, uh, the charges of uh, shooting the guy were dropped because he had a weapon. So I was classified as self-defense. Mm-hmm. But for a 14-year-old to have uh, a weapon, not registered, illegal, underage, I couldn't defend. My relatives were powerful politicians in Cleveland, so they negotiated with the uh, Cahoga County attorney to get my ass out of town. (laughs) And that's why I was sent all the way to Wisconsin to that Jesuit boarding school, which I hated. That was my, really my parole and trial. And But then I found out that the school had the number one academic high school rating in the nation. And I turned around 180 degrees, came out third out of 88 for four years with a perfect conduct record for four years. Mm-hmm. But I loved the military type discipline that the Jesuits handed out. And I ended up getting a scholarship to John Carroll in Cleveland. And then uh, I went to medical school at Loyola in Chicago, did my internship, took general surgery there. Uh, Then I uh, got an orthopedic residency at Harvard and headed out to Boston. And that was magnificent. And after I finished residency, uh, I was very close to the, the boss of orthopedics there, who was quite ill at the time. So I was in his practice after I finished training. And I was only in practice 11 months with him when the U.S. Army decided I was very good looking and was needed in the Vietnam War. <laughs> I'm sure that's so, true. <laughs> Now, Dr. Trucker, we're running out of time today, but I want to reach out to you a couple of more times and talk about the 11th commandment, uh, the 11th commandment in your life. Do you mind if I reach out to you uh, in the near future? Would, would love to talk to you. That's I wonderful. enjoy talk radio, and it's really a thrill to be back and have the opportunity to be on talk radio again. Well, it's wonderful having you on, and I will reach out to you very soon, sir. Have a wonderful day. Thank you kindly. Thank you. Dr. David Trucker, the book is called The 11th Commandment, ladies and gentlemen. What an interesting life. What a life. He's done a few things. Yeah. So then I shot the guy. He didn't sit around. No (laughs) sitting around. He didn't sit around. Wasted any time, (laughs) that's for sure. 88 years old. Yeah. Hasn't been on talk radio since 1944. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, when he first I said that, I was, I was expecting him to be like, you know. I totally love him. <laughs> oh, I do, too. He knows Skype. He knows Skype. Yeah, exactly. Skype. <laughs> we will be back. Hour three coming right up. Tom Bernard Show. <laughs>